money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, and training. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Shanoa Grove here. Welcome to the weekly market update and the report and our group meeting as part of Texas RIA. So excited to be here. Uh, we have had a challenging few weeks as we've gotten through over the last few weeks. And uh, just want to welcome you guys. Hope you're getting settling back in and getting into things again, specifically real estate. Now, with all of the challenges that we've had over the last several weeks, that actually creates a lot of opportunity for us. And you guys, me, know me whenever there is disruption, uh, whenever there is crisis, we never let a good opportunity get away. So I will tell you guys, real estate investors out there, listen, people need you now more than ever uh, because some folks had so much damage to their houses that, gosh, they need people like you guys to come in and help and be of service, whether that's buying their house, fixing their house, flipping their house, any of those different things. Uh, hands up, real estate investors, we can certainly help with that. So I want to welcome you all to the Texas RIAs. We are Texas's largest association of real estate investor groups. So we have have groups in Austin, Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio, and we have members all over the great state of Texas. So I want to welcome you guys all here, whether you're listening on our GoToWebinar, on Facebook Live, on our podcast, on YouTube, on Instagram. Just want to say hello to everyone as you guys are joining us as we uh, get together and meet every Tuesday and Thursday, talk about where the market is, talk about all the disruptions that are going on, and talk about how you can personally uh, uh, win based on all of these dis disruptions. So we'll share with you how we've had to pivot our business over the last several weeks and how you guys can pivot yours as well to take advantage of the opportunity that so many of these disruptions have uh, created for us. So just want to share with you guys some of our slides. So uh, I will tell you that even with the disruptions that we've had lately, this is the best real estate market by far that we have ever seen here in Texas. And it is a 100% result of the disruption that we're all living through right now and have been living through over the past year. And I will tell you that because of the disruption that we've had over the last several weeks, it's actually going to get even better specifically if you're selling property because there's such little inventory on the market right now. Now, of course, the situation, everything that we're dealing with right now is very fluid, is very dynamic. So I suggest you just pack in, uh, buckle in, get used to it. And I will tell you, uh, if you haven't noticed it over the past year, I will tell you personally, incredible opportunities rise from disruptions. And we are certainly living through multiple disruptions right now. Now, and we never want to let a good crisis go to waste. So uh, welcome, guys. Uh, we'll start this week with the market update. So I'll share with you what happened in the market last month, and we'll share a little bit of forecast for what we expect over the next several weeks and several months. And I will tell you that we do have some folks for if you guys are on with us on GoToWebinar or Facebook Live, uh, just again, want to welcome you guys. And if you have some questions, we've got a little chat box in there. So and we've got a, folk, a few folks on that are part of our staff that will be here to answer any questions you guys might have. Uh, so go ahead and type them in. We've got Brittany, we've got Graham on, and they can help get uh, you sorted with any questions you might have about the market update or about getting more information. So as part of our meeting tonight, and normally we meet live and in person, but because of this disruption, we're meeting now live and online, but that's okay. The uh, disruption 
is the way, right? And that has given us an opportunity to meet twice a week as opposed to once a month in each of the different markets that we personally invest in. So it's a great opportunity to be able to connect with us as well as with the other members of the association. So I want to welcome you guys all as part of our meeting tonight. We're going to share a real estate investing tip of the week. We're also going to share an opportunity to get started with some additional training with us. If you like being part and what we share tonight, uh, you'll certainly like to get some additional training. We'll share with you guys how you could get your own business blueprint. So we've got a business blueprint that we give to all of the members of our association. You can head on over to texasstarterkit.com to be able to take part of that. We've been helping investors help with their own business plan, with their own business blueprint for many years as we have been part of this great association and uh, been of service within the community, not just buying and selling houses, but also of service in the real estate investor community, helping new investors get started and helping experienced investors kind of tweak that little dial a little bit to be able to scale up to the next level. So I want to make sure you guys are with us every Tuesday and Thursday to get the most updated information that we have about the Texas real estate market. So one of the things that they say about me is that I am the market update lady, the market update queen. So every week I go through and I get all the data that is available out there in terms of sales, in terms of prices in terms of trends. And I share that with you guys. So you guys don't have to do all of the work. You can let me do all the heavy lifting for you, which I'd be happy to do. I've been doing it as part of the association really since about 2008, when we lived through the last major disruption. So at that point, everyone started to care about when we were going to get out of the last major disruption. So that's when I started to do more market updates, more often sharing more data. And I have been committed to be a student of the market not just consuming the information and changing my own business strategies and pivoting my my own business, but also to share that with you guys so you can be also very powerful in your business. So look forward to sharing that with you all. And guys, we'll start with a tip of the week. So I've got some of the prior tips that I've shared in the past. As you can watch some of the older videos if you'd like to uh, hear some of those different tips. But today I'm gonna talk about a pro tip that we call following up on returned direct mail. So a lot of people, as they're just getting started, we'll start sending out direct mail. And it's not uncommon because some people, they don't live there anymore. So you'll get a return to uh, to sender. When you get those uh, letters that are returned to sender, a lot of new investors, because they just don't know any better, they just throw them in the trash. They don't know what to do with them. But the experienced investor uses that as an opportunity to realize that, man, one of the biggest problems, if you will, that we have as real estate investors is a lot of people who should need to sell their house, i.e. people who are on the foreclosure list, i.e. people who are behind on payments, uh, i.e. people who inherited houses, et cetera, code enforcement, uh, and so on. Sometimes they don't want to sell. Sometimes they want to stay there. In fact, that happens on a lot of situations. They're just not ready, even though they need to be ready, even though they should be ready. So man, it's such an opportunity to actually find someone who doesn't live there anymore. Someone who has already left. So what does that mean? That means the number one objection that we get as real estate investors, guess what? Whoop, we overcame that one already. Now we've got to go and take it to the next step, which is do some type of a skip trace search to be able to find that homeowner, to be able to find that person who now is going to be much more willing and able to sell that house. 
So how do we do that? How do we find people? Well, I will tell you that you can obviously go to the CAD, the Central Appraisal District, to be able to see if there's a new mailing address there. You can also uh, do a little uh, light uh, uh, stalking online, so Google search. You can even uh, step it up a little bit and do some social media stalking. Uh, I can't tell you how many homeowners we've actually found uh, on Facebook and other sources or found relatives of those people also on Facebook. So it's a great opportunity for you to go down that route as well. And uh, uh, I'll also say one of my favorite ways to quote unquote skip trace someone is by by talking to the neighbors. Uh, what your neighbors know about you will sometimes creep you out. Uh, but as a real estate investor, some of those neighbors, as we're trying to track down people, can be some of our best ways of finding people. And of course, it's on the cheap, it's on the free. So it's a great way to be able to find those folks when you get that return to sender, not deliverable. So you can take that next step and be able to contact those folks. So that's one of the tips I want to share with you guys. Don't just throw away that direct mail. Look for other ways ways to be able to find them. Uh, for us, we also use uh, several different skip trace services to really track them down. Uh, so that's all, always been a great way to really be able to find people to get in touch with them because sometimes they think, well, hey, I've abandoned my house. I'm just going to let it go back to the bank or I really don't care what happens to it anymore. But what they don't realize is foreclosure is not the end of a nightmare that they might be going through, but in some cases, just the beginning of a nightmare. And guys, especially right now, after what's been happening, not just over the last year, but really what's been happening even over the last several weeks, uh, some of these houses that were maybe not winterized, gosh, they need your help more than ever. So follow up on some of those. Uh, that's one of the best ways to be able to find people when the new investor, the novice investor is giving up. So next week, we'll talk about different ways to stop a property from going to foreclosure. A week after, we'll talk about cross-collateralization. And we just keep giving you more tips uh, because this is where you learn. This is where you grow. This is where you get to kind of experiment in the classroom where the stakes are low. That way, when you get out into the field and the stakes are very high, you are not experimenting anymore. So I want to make sure you guys are aware of that. So as we uh, look forward, guys, we also want to share with you so many more tips. And we've got about 260. 73 different tips that we share with the investors as part of this association. Now, it would be possibly a little bit painful to be with us over 10 years getting just a tip every single week, uh, but if you want to join us for a weekend training, we'll be able to download about 273 different tips over the course of three days. So if you want to get uh, tips kind of like the one I just shared with you and many, many more, you're going to want to join us, so go ahead and put it in on your calendar for March 5th, 6th, and 7th. So we're doing a live online, so uh, the obstacle is the way, so Zoom is the way that we're doing all these meetings right now, but we're doing a live training we're gonna, where we're going to go through 273 different things that we've learned about investing that we share with the members of our association. So again, go ahead and pencil that in on your calendar or pen that in on your calendar and uh, want to make sure you join us. It's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 9 a.m. until about 7 or 8 p.m. We, quite frankly, go as long as you guys want us to go, meaning we don't stop uh, the meeting until you guys are done answering questions. Now, sometimes that means we go really late. Uh, we've gone as late as 10 o'clock and sometimes later at night just answering questions because we want to make sure you guys come out of there with a strong takeaway, a very strong foundation 
from which to build your business. So we'll talk about the different investing strategies that we've used. We'll talk about the different marketing strategies we use. We'll talk about what we call the exactly what to say for the real estate investor. So if you're not sure how to approach someone, if you're not sure how to get that conversation started, no worries. We've talked to over a thousand sellers over almost two decades of investing in real estate. So we know all of the objections and we know the exactly what to say to get past those objections, right? And we practice them enough to make them uh, part of our neural pathways. And we're going to share it with you guys so that you can create that and use that in your own business. If you'd like to get registered for that training, if you'd like to get registered for that event on March 5th, 6th, and 7th, then head over right now to texasstarterkit.com, texasstarterkit.com. Not only will we get you registered for the event, but we'll also spend some time asking you some questions about your investing experience so that we can help build you a personalized business blueprint, a personalized plan. Uh, We have experience in doing this because we've had over 87,000 real estate investors walk through the doors or join us on Zoom as part of the Real Estate Investor Association over these many years and would love to be of service and be able to welcome you guys. And the cool thing about this, again, the obstacle is the way. As you can see from the pictures below, we've covered up some of those big expensive ballrooms with a Zoom camera shot, right? So historically, we've met in uh, fancy hotels, big ballrooms to house uh, the hundreds of pl- or more investors that we get together as part of our meetings. But because we're not having those meetings and we're having to rent that ballroom space right now, we're going to pass that savings directly on to you guys. And we're going to go ahead and do that meeting for free on March 5th, 6th, and 7th. But I will say, guys, get registered now because I think any minute now we're going to be launching back live. Uh, When we go back live, we're going to be charging for the event again because, again, we're going to be in some of these big ballrooms and some of these big hotel spaces. So mark your calendar, March 5th, 6th, and 7th. That's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And next, guys, I want to go ahead and jump into the market uh, update and share with you where we've been over the last almost year, right? So uh, the sky's not falling, especially when it comes to Texas real estate. We definitely had what we call a V-shaped recovery. And actually, the V-shaped recovery went way, it went way past. In fact, it went off of the screen. Uh, the V-shaped recovery went way past uh, what we expected and what we were performing at. So you can see the sales history. Only two months last year were the sales down. That was April and May. But June, July, August, September, October, November, December sales were all up almost uh, consecutively all up in the 20 plus percent range. January sales, uh, the early numbers are all up. We're still waiting on a couple of markets, believe it or not, to still come back and report. Uh, But as soon as we get those, we'll be sharing those with you all as we uh, share market updates every week. So uh, I want to go through and talk to you a little bit about where we are in the market versus where we were, for example, in 2008. Because I really want to roll it back and give you guys some perspective about how this is a such a different market, even though it's a it's a not dissimilar disruption. Uh, it is a very different market that we find ourselves in, and it's because of the way that we entered the market and some of the fundamentals surrounding the market that have caused things to be and show up completely differently. So if you go back to 2008, we had an oversupply of inventory. We had an over nine-month supply of inventory versus right now, in some, in, on average in Texas, we not only have a less than three-month supply of inventory, but in some markets in Texas, we have less than a one-month supply of inventory. 
inventory. You may be asking yourself, months of inventory, what is she even talking about? I know days on market. Well, let me spend a couple of minutes just to give you a little bit of insider uh, information and break down some of these concepts that we use as real estate investors. So months of inventory represent your total liability, your total holding time as a real estate investor versus all of the competition that's out there on the market. So historically, months of inventory, the 40-year average has been about six months of inventory. That means if we stopped listing houses today, it would take us on average about six months to filter through and eat up all the buyers to buy all of the properties that are on the market. So right now with a less than three months of inventory in some markets like Austin, less than one month of inventory, uh, we only have, if we stop listing houses today, we only have one month or two months in some markets before we are completely out of inventory for sale. So, well, who cares? Well, let me tell you who cares. The sellers care. So when it's less than six months of inventory, it's a seller's market. When it's less, when it's more than six months of inventory, it's a buyer's market. So obviously right now at less than three months of inventory in some markets, even less than one month of inventory, it's not just a seller's market, my friends, it's a seller's market on steroids. So what does that mean when we have such little inventory of homes for sale? Well, that means uh, that prices go up, especially if buyers are buying. And right now, buyers are buying like crazy. And we also had this other interesting phenomenon that's that's come out. So in 2021, buyers are buying. 2008, buyers were not buying. But what else is happening in the marketplace? Well, right now, because of all the disruption, in many cases, the sellers have said, I'm going to sit back, just kind of wait to see what happens in the market before I do anything. So many sellers have pulled their properties off of the market. In fact, in many cases today, in many markets today, we have about a 50% decrease in the total number of properties that are for sale and on the market. So sellers have said, gosh, I don't want to put my house on the market, kind of still waiting for the other shoe to drop. And buyers are like, no, interest rates are so incredibly low. I want to get it before any shoes drop. And a lot of the sellers, I mean, imagine. So here I am right now. I'm at home. Uh, so we've got a little studio behind us, but I'm at home. I'm working from home all day. My husband's at home. Sometimes my son is doing distance learning, again, because of everything that's going on. And can you imagine being home in the middle of a meeting, someone comes up, knocks on the door and says, uh, hey, I'd like to show your house. And you don't know where the buyer's agent's been. You don't know where the buyers have been. And if you have someone uh, who's at your house, for example, who has any pre-existing conditions, who might be able to get sick a little bit more easily, and then you've got yourself in meetings, your kids in meetings, you just, you just don't want to have to deal with it right now, right? So that's part of the reason why sellers have put off uh, pro- putting their properties on the market. And again, they're just kind of waiting to wait out a little bit of this uncertainty. Plus, on top of that here in Austin, every week it seems like we have a major uh, announcement and not not just in Austin, in Houston, in Dallas, in San Antonio. Every week there seems to be a major announcement about a new company that's uh, changing and moving their headquarters here. And then every week you're seeing new people uh, come here to uh, join us in this great state of Texas as well. So sellers right now not selling their houses, remove their listings versus in 2000, 2008, sellers flooded the market. 
They were adding listings. Why were they adding listings in 2008? Quite simple. They got in way over their heads, right? They were having, they were investing where maybe they should not have been investing. Uh, so they were having fun. It was working while it was working until it stopped working, right? So they, in many cases, had multiple properties that they could not no longer afford. And many of those properties had increasing interest rates or, and or many of those properties had adjustable, or pardon me, a balloon mortgage. Now, we don't see those anymore, but again, that was part of what was causing some of the issues that we had back in 2008. Uh, the other big difference, interest rates are so incredibly low this time around uh, at 3%, and they, they're forecasting that they won't be changing or increasing those interest rates for Gosh, uh, at least in the uh, in the short short to midterm, right? Versus in two thousand eight, interest rates were six percent. At six percent, it was still good rates if you go back and look at what the average was was over the last forty years. But nothing like where they are right now, and that's uh, created a little bit of a land grab for buyers uh, all over, uh, not just the state of Texas, but also all over the United States. And gosh, one of the big differences twenty twenty one versus two thousand banks are doing their jobs. They're lending, right? Remember back in 2008, banks were not doing their job. So the glue that sticks together a seller and a buyer was not there. So it basically ground the market to a halt. And when you're grounding the market to a halt, Basically, what we saw in real estate is we saw a one-third haircut in terms of the number of sales that were being pushed through. So in Austin uh, right now, there are about 40,000 sales a year. Uh, in Dallas and Houston, there are about 100,000 sales a year. So imagine Dallas and Houston uh, cutting out about 33,000 uh, plus home sales a year. That's a big deal. And when you see an increase in supply... And when you see a decrease in demand because you don't have the glue in the middle, the, the banks, what does that do with housing prices? Well, luckily for us in Texas, they were mostly flat, just a little bit down, but mostly flat. Uh, but right now we have the exact opposite problem where we have very little inventory, but we have super high demand and banks are doing their job at an incredibly low interest rate, which allows pro properties to sell a little bit higher because guess what people are asking about? What's my monthly payment going to be? So buyers right now can afford to pay a little bit more because their monthly payments are still incredibly low. So we're seeing prices go up, uh, which is a beautiful thing if you are buying, fixing, and flipping, and also a beautiful thing if you are a buy and hold investor here in Texas. So let's take a look at and break down all of the markets throughout Texas. So we're going to start with all of Texas. We're going to break down Austin. We'll break down Houston. We'll break down San Antonio. We'll break down Dallas. So I'm going to share with you guys what's been happening over the past month. And even we're going to do a quick look back. I know uh, we're still early-ish in 2021, but I still want to do a quick look back for how we did full year 2020. So let's take it uh, from the top where the dollar sign is. So the sales price last month was up 13%. So the average price was almost 340000 
Medium price was up 9% to 270,000. Days on market, a very fast 47 days versus 64 days last year. Even 64 days last year was incredibly fast. On average for Texas, uh, for all the markets, we have a 1.7 month supply of inventory. Our total active listings down 41% throughout Texas. And our pending sales, uh, which is our closest leading indicator of what's going to happen next month, are up 27% uh, right now. So that means as we close out this month, we are going to see, again, very strong close sales, which is the fireball in the middle of this. So you can see close sales were up 22% last month uh, versus the same uh, month, uh, same time last year. The full year data for 2020, just as a review, I know we're, and I know we're well into the month now, uh, February, but I just want to continue to uh, share this with you again, so you can see how powerfully we performed here in Texas back in 2020. So year date sales were up 9.4% versus where we were last year. And year to date average price was up 8.2% versus where we were last year. So just a really incredibly strong showing in Texas. Now, if you guys are ready, which markets do you think, I think I already gave this away, but which market do you think here gave, had the lowest inventory and uh, one of the highest jumps in uh, the average price? Maybe not the highest, but certainly one of the highest. That would be Austin, Texas. So sales price in Austin last month, 492,000 up 21% versus last year. Medium price at 370,000 up 15% versus last year. Days on market are almost one month. And right now months of inventory are 0.6 months of inventory. Literally we have one tenth of what we would call our market equilibrium. That's why it's so much a, a seller's market. And that's why you're seeing those huge increases in that sales price every single month. For our active listings, down 63% year over year. Gosh, I want you guys to notice something. This is one of the most unusual phenomenon that I've ever seen as a real estate investor, all my years in real estate, uh, 18 years, that the total number of active listings is less than the total number of pending listings. So we have less than 2,000 active li listings and we have over 3,000 pending listings. So again, that speaks to the low months of inventory situation. And that also speaks to why we're seeing those huge increases in that average and median sales price. And last month, believe it or not, somehow we were able to pull out a win of an increase in closed sales up 16% year over year. And gosh, I'll tell you, we're seeing uh, multiple offers on properties. We're seeing sometimes up to 50 offers on a single property. We're seeing properties that are going in some cases well over a hundred, not many, but we're, we've got those in the books are properties that are going well over a hundred thousand dollars above their original list price. That's the type of market that we're in right now. And it's so, so funny. It's so interesting. <laughs> Over the last five years, people have said to me multiple times, Shinoa, this market is it's too hot. You know, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to sit on the sidelines. Man, if you've been sitting on the sidelines for the last five years, I don't want to say I told you so because I'm not, I'm not that type of person. But gosh, where do you think the market's going to go over the next five years? I can tell you it's going up. If you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting, get off of the sidelines. Literally, you need to get pushed into this market because it's such a great market to be an investor in. 
Last month, our, or last year, 2020, our year-to-date sales were up 8.4% year over year. Average price was up 11.3% year over year. And 2021 is going to be just as stellar of a year. All right, let's take a look at that Houston market, which, man, nothing can hold that market back either. The sales price up uh, 12.5% to 326000 So Houston's still considerably much more affordable than Austin on the, both the average and the median. Uh, the median price up 12% to 263000 Days on market a very fast 47 days. Months of inventory, only a 1.8-month inventory in the city or in Houston and the surrounding areas. Active list listings are down at 31% and pending sales are up 34% to over 8,800 pending sales coming through. And last month in Houston, our closed sales uh, versus the same time last year were up 28%. So huge increases. And then our 2020 full year sales data, uh, year to date sales versus 2019 were up 10.5% and the average price was up 6%. But as we ended the year, we were seeing much bigger jumps. And as we've started the year, obviously in 2021, we're seeing a bunch of huge jumps as well. And guys, I want to go ahead and hop to another hot market here in Texas, and that's the San Antonio market. San Antonio market, which has historically had that average price below 300 and that median price even below 200, uh, really ever since I started investing up until about a year ago, right now, average price up to 312,000, up 19% year over year. Now, San Antonio and Bear County, along with Tarrant County, Fort Worth market are still some of the most affordable markets of the large counties here in Texas. So, so still a great market to be in, still a great market to invest in. Days on market last uh, month were 49 days versus 60 in the prior year. Closed sales last month were up 27% in San Antonio. Number of active listings are down 29% and pending sales are up 15%. So we're going to have another strong month. Full year data for San Antonio year to date sales were up 10% versus last year. And guys, let's look at the big market here in Texas or one of the big ones, because it's a combination of two major cities, Dallas and Fort Worth. So in the Dallas and Fort Worth market, sales prices were up at 366,500 for the average up 12% year over year. And the median price, 295000 up 10% year over year. Days on market, a very quick 39 days. Months of inventory in Dallas, 1.3 months of inventory. Active listings down 50% in Dallas. So all of these folks have taken down their listings. Last year, this time, we had over 26,000 listings in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. And, and it's not just Dallas and Fort Worth, to be clear. Uh, when we report Dallas and Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, uh, it's actually the 54 county North Texas area. Uh, so that's a huge segment. And uh, of, uh, of all of those 54 counties, uh, they actually have even higher sales typically than the Houston market, uh, which is multiple counties, um, but just not as big of an area there. So the uh, pending sales up 7% uh, year over year. So we're going to have another strong month in Dallas, although not as strong as some of the other markets that we've been watching but still uh, something uh, to brag about for sure. 
Looking at that 2020 sales data, uh, the year-to-date sales were up 9.1% uh, in uh, Dallas and Fort Worth versus last year. That year-to-date median price was up 6.8% versus last year. So very strong performance. And guys, I'd love to be able to share with you more about what we do as part of the Real Estate Investor Association. And I will tell you that, uh, gosh, when I first started investing, that the first thing that I did was probably what many of you guys are doing. So I want to welcome you guys in the same way that the first Real Estate Investor Association that I joined back in 2003 uh, welcomed me with open arms. And if it were not for that first association of local, ethical, educated real estate investors, I would certainly not be where I am today in real estate in terms of my income, in terms of my wealth, in terms of my lifestyle that I love and uh, just want to help you guys be part of it. So it's part of my mission to be able to uh, provide that same level of support, love, contacts, contracts, and contractors that helped me be successful when I joined that first association, offered to you guys so that you can learn and leverage all of our experience in the same way that we leverage the experience of other investors before us. So we're kind of uh, continuing to hold that torch to pay it back, pay it forward, however you want to look at it. Uh, but it's part of our passion. It's something that we love to do to help new investors as they're getting started, to help change their lives, to help get them what we call stress-free abundance and to share with them all the lessons that we've learned. So guys, you don't have to learn it by yourself. You don't have to learn it on your own. You can join a group of other local, ethical, educated real estate investors. And we'd love to help you do that. Uh, again, so if you want to write in your calendar on March 5th, 6th, and 7th, we have a live training uh, for you guys that we'd love to invite you to. That's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'd uh, love for you to take some time and learn some of the 273 different things that we learned about investing over the almost two decades of investing in real estate. So uh, we'll share those strategies that we've learned. And I'm actually going to invite my husband on in the next couple of moments because we uh, work and invest together. So he's going to share many of those strategies with you over the course of our training tonight. And he's also going to share some of the marketing campaigns that we use to get some of those leads that we use to get some of those deals. And let me tell you, even though I'm a licensed realtor and broker in the great state of Texas, license number 0518223, Guys, those deals are not on the MLS, at least not the good ones. So we're going to show you exactly where to get those great deals so that you can make a profit investing in real estate. So we'll share with you those marketing strategies to be able to find those off-market deals. We'll also talk about what we call the exactly what to say for the real estate investor. So having talked to over a thousand sellers, way more than that, uh, since 2003, guys, we know what the objections are. We know how to overcome the objections are. We know all of the potholes, right? We know all the moves. So come and join us. Love to be able to share those with you. We'll also talk about how you can partner with other members of the association, people like us. Uh, We've got members of the association who have been with us uh, since the beginning. Uh, In fact, we actually got to meet with one live on Zoom Uh, last month. It was that first investor meeting that we started at as well. Uh, This group of investors is part of this association. We uh, work together, we lend together, we share deals together, uh, we wholesale deals, we partner, we share tribal knowledge, right? So if you want to get with a group that's willing to share that tribal knowledge with you, and it's local, so it's about Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas using strategies that actually work in Texas. So if you're getting your information, your education from 
anything on the internet, that's great. Now you know how to invest in whatever state that local guru is in. But what you really need are those local boots on the ground. You really need those local people who know how to invest where you are investing, know the rules, know the laws, and can make sure you're doing things right. So we'll introduce you to your future partners, uh, your future uh, people who will share deals, uh, wholesale their deals, access to funding, uh, and so much more. And I'd love to get you excited excited about joining us because guys again it was this first association that helped me in my business I would not be where I am today without that and without the training that I got there so we're continuing to carry that torch head on over right now to texasstarterkit.com texasstarterkit.com we'll get you registered right now and uh, I'll also hand it over to Phil uh, in the next couple of moments so that he can share some additional tribal knowledge with you guys to be successful but I do want to let you know guys for a limited time while we're all at home we're able to offer this event for free so at some point we're going to be back in those big hotels those big ballrooms we're going to have to start charging again so the obstacle is the way as my friend the author Ryan Holiday said uh, gosh, take advantage of it uh, while we are live and on Zoom and love to be able to share this information with you guys and help you grow as a real estate investor, whether you're just getting started or whether you want to make some pivots in your business to really be able to scale it. So we love helping investors go through that process and it's important to us to be part of this community and I uh, want to welcome you guys here. So with that, guys, I'm going to introduce my husband. He's been investing right next to me since 2000. 2003, and he's going to share with you some of the fantastic things that we've learned over the years, some of the tribal knowledge, and talk about some of the 273 different things that we've learned and help you guys out as again, you're just getting started or looking to scale your business. You guys will love learning from him. Why? Because of his background. He was a double major, electrical engineering and computer science. What does that have to do with real estate? Uh, yeah, you got me on that one. But what you will love about it specifically and how it has to do with real estate is that a left brain analytical background allows him to break down some of the very complex strategies that we use as real estate investors and all of the steps in the process into a manner that you can implement in your own business. So with that, I'll hand it over to him and I wanna thank you guys so much for joining us. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, comment, or share with other investors, or join us directly at TexasStarterKit.com.